is One Hitters, getting to know the guests of the Cannabis 101 podcast just a little more. One Hitters with Earl Oliver of Gnome Star Craft Cannabis. Earl, are you ready for One Hitters? I am ready. Have you ever said no to a one hitter? That's the that's the first question I usually yep. ask people because one hitters are brilliant, aren't they? I love this segment. This is actually one I actually had to really think about and prepare for. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, good, good. And I, I just love one hitters in real life because uh, you're in and out, you get that quick hit, and then you can go. Yep. And that's kind of what this segment is. So let's start with what is your favorite THC strain? Uh, my new favorite is um, is actually our our meat breath. I, I really love the limonene, and uh, that has become my new favorite. I'm working on a bubba that my uh, my buddy grew, which is also quite nice, but uh, I'm going to go with the meat breath. Wonderful. What about on the CBD side? Do you have one of those? Yeah. Uh, my favorite in the uh, the regulated market is the uh, Tantalus Labs Skunk Haze. It's about a 9% THC, one-to-one. And uh, I've told Dan many times, like one of the best body highs I get is with that Skunk Haze, and I usually buy the pre-rolls. That is awesome. Okay, uh, let's go with consumption method. What is your favorite? Uh, definitely edibles. Uh, you know, I I do I do smoke quite a bit, mostly to taste the terpenes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say like my go-to consumption is uh, as like a ten to twenty milligram edible. That's awesome. Okay, so as far as an accessory, what would be your favorite accessory? It could be something you made edibles with, but but what do you got for a favorite accessory? You know, I, so most of my focus is on the cultivation side. So uh, my favorite accessory is actually my jeweler's loop. That nice. is what I use. Yeah, that's, that's my, my, I mean, when you're just eating, you don't really have any accessories other than a, a good spatula to make sure you get everything out of the bowl. Right. But uh, yeah, my jeweler's loop is what I, uh, I use quite a bit. This is, uh, this is basically in my pocket 24 seven. Awesome. I, I leave it in my pocket when I go home and it's still in my pocket when I come back the next day. And, I use that a lot uh, to, to look really look at the trichomes. Beautiful. Okay, uh, your first experience. What was your first dance with Mary Jane like? It was uh, near the end of grad school. I was uh, I was a real prude when it came to cannabis, and uh, I remember telling my uh, my girlfriend at the time I I, I, I had forbid it. <laughs> and I mean, not jokingly, but not. I mean, it was sort of like it was something that like we didn't do, and you know, I was sort of destined for academia. And uh, and I was I was prudish, and that uh, was my my buddy Andy, who was also a PhD candidate. Uh, we uh, we just were like hanging out. We'd always have these long discussions in Waterloo Park. And I went to the University of Waterloo, and uh, yeah, he introduced it to me just in the park. He's like, "You want to try this?" And I tried it. And yeah, we uh, <laughs> that was the start of uh, something new. Awesome! I love and, those uh, good experiences yeah. that a good friend introduced you to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Andy had uh, had chronic migraines. And, um, you know, he was, he was, like, it was all illegal, you know, like, sure. uh, he was buying it, uh, you know, through, you know, he'd mail, mail cash to Vancouver and they'd mail back a, a package of a weed. And I just thought that was like, that was like unheard of in my, in my world. And, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then he gave me a ton when he, uh, he left Canada and went to the U.S. He gave me a lot of his weed and, uh, that was just the start of something dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, what a great friend. Uh, that, is a, that is a great friend for sure. All right. Uh, who is one person you would love to get high with? Uh, that's going to be my uh, childhood best friend, Zach. Um, he's never tried cannabis. He's, uh, he's a proper prude as well. 
but um, they, they, he promised that he'd try it with me uh, when I go home for Christmas awesome. and my own stuff. So basically, you know, I, I had to build my own cannabis company and <laughs> grow my own weed at scale in order to get my, my childhood friend to, uh, to try it for the first time. Well, that's a good reason, man. Uh, you're going to turn yeah. <laughs> somebody on to great cannabis. That is awesome. Do you have a famous person that you've been high with? Uh, the famous, most per famous person I could think of is probably Ramo and his wife, Sandra, yeah. uh, you know, at their house after, after touring their garden. That was, that's probably the top of my list. All right. Uh, how about uh, the, uh, how about the, uh, the fictional side of things? It doesn't have to be just a cannabis character, but is there one fictional yeah. character you get high with? So, uh. I think the best person I could think of, I was going to say uh, Mark Mark Watney from The Martian, but specifically, you know, when he's sitting on the bench at the end of the movie, just sort of like just reflecting on like, you know, like probably has this, you know, touch of PTSD and just sitting there enjoying life and, you know, looks at the little plant and he's just sort of one with the universe. That that would be that my, my pick. That's Sit there awesome. on the bench with Mark Mark Watney. That's beautiful. Uh, do you have a favorite 420 character from a movie, a TV, or a book? Uh, definitely Towley from uh, South Park. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is brilliant. Uh, that is good. Yeah. I, got, I got a lot of requests for him when we did a Cannabis Character Cup one time. So, oh, yeah. That's uh, by far my favorite character. To get him in there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What the, tra about your the Trailer Park Boys are a nice, nice follow-up. Yeah, yeah, especially that episode where Tommy Chong uh, and they had the smoke off. That was a funny yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, I grew up with Trail Park Boys. I, I love Trail Park Boys, so they're they're number two, a close number two. All right, good stuff. Uh, where's your favorite place to consume? Do you have a go-to? Uh, so with the edibles, I, uh, you know, I really like sort of uh, having having a long hot bath. I, uh, you know, so that's basically where I consume when I have a bath. And, uh, you know, usually listen to like astronomy or astrophysics lecture while I'm just sort of mellowing out and unwinding. Um, yeah, but if I'm smoking, I usually go down to the Fraser River and just watch the boats go by and chill out. I could dig that, man. That is awesome. Uh, what about the coolest place that you've consumed? Where would that be? The coolest place was uh, at about 3,000 meters above sea level at Guitar Lake which is on the north side of Mount Whitney, which is the highest point in, um, highest mountain in um, the, the contiguous United States. And this was at the end of a 340 kilometer hike. And we were just sitting there getting ready for the, for the 1 a.m. ascent of Mount Whitney. And I had all these new, new friends I met that uh, work at JPL. And we were shooting the shit about their Mars, Europa, uh, Jupiter missions. There's a girl there from the, from the Cassini uh, orbital team. And uh, that was probably the coolest place and situation that I've consumed weed. We were all just so happy to be done. It was such a long, it was like 18 day hike. And uh, yeah, we were just passing the pipe at 3000 meters. And, uh, and then I cowboy camped under the stars at the base of Mount Whitney. And uh, I was quite, that, that's, that's, the, that's definitely the coolest. That is an awesome story, man. Uh, <laughs> wow, what a satisfying yeah. session that would have been at the end of that. Oh episode. yeah. You know, we were like, you know, our feet have blisters. We're like, we're aching. You can see that the end, like this hike terminates at the summit of Mount Whitney, which you can like, you can look up and it's about a kilometer above you. And, uh, and then you get up at 1 a.m. to go up. So basically we are all high because we are all still high getting up at 1 a.m. to start 
start doing switchbacks all the way up to the summit. And uh, yeah, that was that was a really fun fun evening. Oh wow, that's uh, that's awesome. How about the place um, that you would like to get high? Do you have a bucket list place that you're like, I need to get high in this place? Yeah, you know, I really thought about that question. It's um, I can't think of anywhere where I really want to get high. It's, for me, it's uh, like consuming cannabis. If it's not sort of like, you know, like to mellow out at home and sort of unwind, it's sort of a social thing. So really, the answer is like wherever my friends are, and uh, that happens to be in uh, in in their living room in Kitsilano or in some fancy place. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. It's it's about the people, not the place. That is a great answer as well. And and you know maybe I already know your answer to this one, but what goes well with weed? Oh geez, well uh, uh, my answer is chocolate milk. That's my favorite. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I had to think yesterday, it's like, what would I go? And it's, chocolate milk is usually the go-to thing. Yeah, go have a swig of chocolate milk. I don't know why, but that's what I like. I'll have um, to try it. Yeah, enriched chocolate milk, not 1%, like three and a half. Satisfying chocolate milk. <laughs> All right, specifics. I love the specifics. Uh, do you have yeah. a favorite slang word? Like, what did you guys used to call it? Or maybe you still call it with your buddies? <sighs> Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I, uh, you know, I call it cannabis and I, I called it cannabis before, you know, people call it marijuana. I just, right. you know, I, I call, I call strain cultivar. I'm very specific. Um, but I mean, if I was to pick like a kind of a, a term that like would make me smile, I'd say uh, magic dragon, oh. you know, pop the magic dragon. I just, I got a kick out of that one. Um, yeah. Grass, you know, I, yeah. I like that. But I mostly magic call it cannabis. Dragon. Uh, there's a there's a head shop in in Edmonton called Honolulu, and uh, they they directly took that from you know the the puff the magic dragon. So I love that. It's, yeah. it's a cool name. All right, let's wrap up with you know what is your favorite terpene? And uh, as somebody who's in the growing, um, you know this is very very important. So what is your favorite? Yeah, I one? I'd say lime limonene. Limonene's oh. my favorite. I I don't know. It's just of all the of all the terpenes I've had my nose in. in uh, it just, it's the one that's sort of like, yeah, that's nice, you know, and I'm not, I can identify it immediately. Um, I don't know. It's just, I just like lemon. I like the lemon smell. Oh, that zest. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of, there's lots of good ones though. Like, you know, caryophyllene is nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, limonene is definitely my favorite. Yeah, caryophyllene is my go-to, but I'm really starting to enjoy linalool a lot more uh, and, and okay. exploring different ones. And I, I hope uh, my favorite terpene changes all the time as I explore uh, some some new ones. So they're they're yeah, so we, wonderful we, to learn about. Oh yeah, we have a we have a newcom and uh, that we we really love. We're not growing it at scale; like we're just mm -hmm. sort of playing with it. And um, its dominant terpene is a um, uh, osamine. Hope I'm pronouncing mm. that properly. But the really interesting thing about that is it's powder mildew resistant. So nice. our, our very first crop, not our, our go-to-market crop, but we, we, we flipped our moms to flour. For a variety of reasons, we had a terrible powder mildew problem in our, in our very first crop. And uh, the, you know the plant adjacent to it was caked in powder mildew, it was gross. Uh, but that Newcomb is just like a beast in the corner with not one <laughs> speck of PM on it. And there were, there were a few others that, that didn't have a speck. And um, yeah, so I, I, I find that really fascinating. It's something that we want to really play with in the future, especially um, if uh, we get we get into breeding, you know. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We we, we just uh, I just heard of a, a new terpene this week when we did our What's That Strain segment, uh, Farnesine, and I never really uh, explored or heard of it. So I love that there's all these I, new terpenes that we're learning about. Our our red Congolese um, has that in it. Awesome. Yeah. I'm losing awesome. track of all of them. It's it's one of the minor terpenes. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I know uh, I know I know the What's My Pot guy. That's his new favorite one. So. Awesome. And I, so I had to look it up. It's like, oh, we can we can provide you that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great to learn about new and you know the the more research we do, we learn about the plant. We're going to learn so many more things, and it's just great. Uh, listen, this has been a lot of fun. One hitters uh, with Earl Oliver from Gnome Star Craft Cannabis. Make sure you check out his full episode at cannabis101podcast.ca. This has been One Hitters on the Cannabis 101 podcast. Hear full episodes and more at www.cannabis101podcast.ca.